Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Can I just quickly say that I don't have any problem with what my parents do with their retirement? I want them to. I've told them. I essentially, as long as I don't get a bill, I think good. Okay. Spend all the money. Go into the. You've earned it. You've had the. You've had the hard work over the years. What's well, your money? Yeah, I don't expect you to leave me anything. Is what I've said to mum and dad. Just don't. Maybe try not to leave me debt. <laughs> Just yeah. keep a, keep a handle on all of that. That would truly suck. It does because if I'm like you had so you had way more of a head start than I did when money was way easier to come by. Mm, mm-hmm. So how have you now left me with this? This is awful. Um. So with all of that said. I don't know if I'd love them doing what this couple in the US have done, though, because it mm. just seems like you're taking the theory of kids don't need an inheritance and really, really making a mockery of it. Mm. They have booked 51 consecutive cruises. Oof. So they're like cruising for like the next seven years. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, cruises go for like a few months sometimes. 51 or a couple consecutive of weeks. cruises have been booked because they worked out that it's actually fractionally cheaper than going into a retirement home. <laughs> Which they've also then admitted they weren't planning on doing. Yeah. So this is sort of a an, an cost nil exercise because who knows, going to who the knows when they were going to spend that money. But they've said that, yeah, it's cheaper than a retirement home. It's like, were you going to a retirement home? No, no, not for no. another decade or so. So it's like, well, yeah, so you just wanted you to do You just this. wanted to do the cruising, yeah. Um, they're doing it. They're loving it. They're into like the third cruise or something like mm-hmm. that. This is absurd. Mm-hmm. But it's also brilliant. If you're not the kids of this couple, it's great. You can't it's argue. Fantastic. That's not the smartest thing I've ever heard. They should. Upset, they should. What is it to become an expert in anything? You need ten thousand hours. Mm-hmm. They should let this guy captain the ship by the end. I certainly am not advocating for that. But I yeah, am. I, <laughs> the cruise should be yeah. like on tour fifty one. You mm. know the ins and outs of this boat well enough. Well, I guess certainly I'm not advocating for it that. It depends whether or not he's been on the one cruise the whole time. It depends honestly whether he's been on the bridge. If he's never That's actually true. been there and seen what the captain's doing. Yeah. He has no idea he's what's like, going like on. I'd like to do this and they get him in a room full of buttons and he's, noises and like, lights. I he's know like, how oh, the cruise ship should feel. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you'd just let me run catering instead. <laughs> Not the actual ship. <laughs> you are a maniac. <laughs> um, how have your parents... My parents haven't been in, the, in Australia. No, let me stretch it out even further. The Southern Hemisphere for the last month don't intend to be back for another 15 days. So they're doing a version of this as well. Correct. Yeah. They are going and spending as much time as you are legally allowed to in Europe before they're like, all right, out you get. You you're need either, to go home and you can Start come paying back. taxes or yeah. you're going you're gonna to go home. They're doing that constantly. Mm. Like, like twice a year they're doing yeah. that. And so that's sort of a similar approach. My parents have already purchased the caravan and are going to do the classic all around Australia yeah. thing where they just don't have an address for like five years. That's um, got to be pretty good money wise though, surely, because yeah. it's just driving it. Well, not with how caravan was like a hundred grand. Uh, it's yeah, that's not that's really not good. And also with how expensive petrol is and how much you have to put in a caravan, that will be thirteen ten sixty expensive is the number to call right now. Yeah. What did your what what has been the retirement plan that was pretty insane from your point of view? Expensive. Was it maybe your grandparents? Was it your yeah. parents? Did you go, you know what? It's a great idea in theory. Wish it wasn't coming out of my inheritance. Are your parents not living at home anymore? Do they just <laughs> have they essentially just gone on a wanderlust journey of planet Earth? They're yeah. just 
51 cruises booked back-to-back. I don't think we're going to be able to top that. Do you think anyone's... You know how there's Disney adults. Do you think there's any Disney grandparents that are like, yeah, for go sure. there? Yeah, I know there are because... Then you would go and live at the Disney resort, wouldn't yeah, you? No, you can. Yep. No, no, I know. actual mansions you can buy that are on the property at Disney World. Something makes me think those aren't cheap. No, nah, they're about $7 million each. <laughs> yeah. And there's a huge wait list. So. Yeah. I, and you also have to live though, on Disneyland. Can I just say this? 131060, if you know a bizarre retirement plan, now that I've told you that information about the Disney World re- mansions, mm. can you imagine being the other grandparents? Come to our house mum, for Christmas this year. Mum's shut up, man. Mum's <laughs> mum and dad live at Disney World, and dad's mum and dad live in Alabama. <laughs> like, I feel so bad for the other grandparents that don't live at Disney World. What's the matter? We both live in Florida. Yeah, well, your mailman's not goofy, so <laughs> shut up, man. Thirteen ten sixty is the number to call. Do your parents just have a plan for retirement that you consider to be a flagrant disregard for any money that you should be inheriting? Every time you hear about another addition to it, you're like, oh, cool, that's not money I'm getting anymore. Mm. No worries. Morgan's on the line from <laughs> Queanbeyan. How are you, Morgan? Yeah, great. Yeah, that's great. Now, Morgan, there's a couple that are going on 51 back-to-back cruises for their retirement. Mm. Um, do you have any insight into this kind of a plan? Yeah, my my parents have actually been planning to do something similar for years. Um, My my dad's currently retired and um, mum's looking to retire in a couple of years. Mm. And they... Their plan is every year to be out of Canberra for all of winter. Yep, okay. So they've been con- they've been contemplating whether to do back-to-back cruises um, mm. every year or um, to buy a caravan. And so Dad's doing the maths, um, and it looks like cruises are winning. Oh, oh no, Morgan. I was going to say, Canberra, I mean, um, uh, winter's only meant to go for four, three months. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's all that it's been designated. It's all its allotment time in the year. In Canberra, <laughs> it's more like nine months. Have they expressed what time yeah. frame? they consider winter to be? Have they told you? Well, they've basically already said to anyone who has a birthday in August, plan a birthday for a different part of the year because they won't be here. God, how funny would it... Like, that's just showing you how much... Be like, I don't have to have a birthday when you guys are here. I probably will have it when it is. Can I say that... And I don't know if this, this will connect with you, Morgan, because it sounds like our parents are very similar, but when parents say things like, my children are my greatest joy, mm-hmm. the achievement of my life, you 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 think, well, that's wonderful. And they consider it, it was selfless. I don't, I don't have to thank my parents for anything. But now that my parents have retired, I'm starting to hear how much runway they think they should have mm-hmm. to just throw me to the wind. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, I have spent yeah. so much time raising you, yeah. so much money. Don't ask me for anything for the next 30 years. It's like, you remember when all of three of us got together and decided to have me? Oh, no, that's right. I wasn't there. (laughs) Ned's still a petulant child stage. I'm the accepting that my parents are living phase two of their lives right now. (laughs) Producer Michael's joining us in the studio. How are you, mate? Yeah, bearing up under the strain. How are you? (laughs) I love this. You're coming with a different intro every day. We should Um, one day call you out on your plight (laughs) and ask you to explain what is. He's from Adelaide. We all understand. We understand. He's been dealt a pretty rough hand. Um, (laughs) Time for this. Oh, back in my day... <laughs> that guy's still alive, we by the way, do Michael. Can you understand, believe that? Yeah. We do understand what I'm about to do is an old man rant. But I, I want to ask a question. Mm-hmm. What's with our generation, like millennials and probably younger, to be honest, but I do think it's your, your sort of 29, 30, 31s that are getting into this quite a bit. 
what is with our obsession with film cameras all of a sudden? Uh, oh, like, like the Kodak disposable yeah, cameras. Yeah. Why do we want our photos to look as shitty as possible? Why is that something that we've all of a sudden decided that key memories in our lives, we want them to look as bad as possible in an era where we all have better cameras in our pockets than our parents could ever have dreamed of mm. having? Why have we gone back the other way? Do you want an answer? Yeah. Do you have an answer? My Michael? guess was something to do with not having to worry about an Instagram filter. It'll do it for oh, you yeah. with the fuzz and everything. Yeah, but, but it often will take a really bad photo of something that is important to you. Like, why are we doing that? I think it's because um, that's how we saw uh, our parents experience nostalgia. And so for everyone who grew up with parents who were like, hey, look at this. Look, it's your mum and I in Sydney in Mm -hmm. the 70s. Or like, hey, look, this is where we went to Melbourne in the 80s. And you saw this. And I think that maybe because we've seen our parents enjoy it Mm -hmm. that way, I have a feeling the next generation, Generation Alpha or whatever, they won't be even halfway as concerned. Because I remember having a disposable camera when I was a kid. When I was like six or seven. So I remember taking it and doing it. Obviously, then you do get fascinated by the fact that your phone can take photos and stuff. But then I think eventually you come back to like, I remember as a kid looking at these photos and being like, I actually feel sweet nostalgia. 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 And a bit of a retro sort of. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good train of thought. Good train of thought. By the way, dumb, it, dumb, yeah. still a very dumb thing to do because was, what what I don't understand. It's probably the smartest thing I've ever said. Allow, in my life. allow me to rant. <laughs> allow me to rant now. You are making memories that you are going to want to look back on one day, and mm. you are taking them through the worst quality camera you can find when you have a camera that, as I said, they would have loved to have taken to the moon. You have that in your pocket. Mm. So why why are we... And especially, and this is the point that I don't understand, and this is where I really go into rant territory, we have a million apps that can make the photo that you've taken look like a film photo. And then, if in 20 years you want to go back and get that photo from your formal or whatever... You can have it in good quality still. You have it both. And also have the... There's an app called R&I Films, which I use, that is brilliant. It's like the best photo. It makes it really look like you've taken it with a photo, like, film stock. Mm. Why are we doing this? Do you want to have a crack, Michael? Because I I have have a full stop for this thing, (laughs) if you would like. I just think... Major buzzkill. Yeah. From, from oh, you're Josh, thinking yeah. it's super I, fun, and we go and get it developed, and it costs a hundred dollars because no one develops it. things anymore. No, no, no. Yeah. I think I think people are overdoing <laughs> it nowadays, but also let people like things. Nah. What I nah. think is that Josh has spent an exorbitant. Uh, unjustifiable <laughs> amount of money on a camera that, yeah. look, that looks yeah. like it fell off the International Space Station and no one, and I really mean no one around him gives a crap because the photos don't look vintage and cool. So Josh is like, I took a photo on my camera that looks like it cost $5,000. The A7 III cost $3,000. Go buy a photo <laughs> Josh, the sphere in Vegas. If you don't know what it is, it's a big sphere in Vegas. Big ball, big yeah. with lots of LED screens on the outside. And, it's a big yeah. LED screen that they've turned into a big ball. You can advertise whatever you want on it. It's been turned into, I don't know if this is real or not, but I'm pretty sure it's been turned into a big NBA ball to advertise it the has, NBA yeah. for mm-hmm. 2K23, I think, or it's whatever. It's been turned into a jack-o'-lantern for Halloween. Love it. It's been turned into a big smiley face. I love all of these things. Um, it's also, you 2 did a concert inside it, which was one of the most incredible things I think I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, very trippy. Very it trippy. Very, very bizarre. The LED screens are on the inside as well, so it's a whole... It's, anyway, it's an matter. entire globe that you stand in that has LEDs around it entirely. It's I'm pretty sure crazy. if you've been on the internet in the last month, you've seen it. Yep, exactly right. Now, um, I had a look up to 
How much something like this could cost? Yep. Hooey. Strap in. It costs two, and I feel like everyone knows where this is headed, uh, 0.3 Billion dollars, two point three billion, two point three billion dollars. I also had a look just for uh, some numbers' sake. Um, one day advertisement. So if you did one day of advertising, you were it costs four hundred fifty thousand dollars for one day. So half a pretty much half a million dollars for one day. Yeah. So we're probably not getting the Ned and Josh podcast advertised on the Las Vegas Sphere anytime soon. Don't think so. But I also think that the Sphere would be a bad shape for us to advertise on. Our I don't, heads wouldn't look good on. Nah, it. No, no, no. I don't think so. Um, but I just said it's half a million dollars, cost two point six billion. Uh, sorry, two point three billion dollars to make. How many? To- how much? How long do you think if you someone advertised every single day? How many days do you think that would be? This is to, a good to make the money back. To make two point. You see, I'm so bad billion. with numbers. No, and but this billions is a, always confusing. This to is me. a good example as to what a bit like to show how big a billion is. So half a million. Half a million in one day. How many days? You can do days. You take five years of advertising to get paid back. Very good guess. 14 years. Wow. If they did it every day. 5,000 days it would take. And that's how much a billion is. In 14 years. Yes. Amazing. That's not what I want to talk about. I actually want to talk about how I think they're trying to pay for it now because the prices for drinks have been revealed inside the sphere. Oh, yeah, okay. Cheapest drink that you can get, that you can physically get inside the sphere is a water, makes sense, $7. Whoa. Sody pop, so like a little yep. bit of Pepsi or whatever. Pepsi, whatever. That's going to run you down 14 bucks. What? We're talking Soft drinks, $14? Talking US dollars, uh, and beer is $19. Oh, my God. That's a US dollar. Oh, so my I imagine God. That's probably legitimately like $30 yeah. for a beer. <laughs> so I guess that they maybe have also done the math that I just did and have gone 14 years. Mm. Um, what are we charging for beer? $5? I triple that at least. Yeah, because this is the thing. When, we, we, when we've been to the States on a trip or whatever, the, one of the things you will remark on is that drinks and food are so cheap. Feverishly compa- cheap. Comparatively to Australia. So to hear that that's a... Not a, the case. Whoa. Especially in Vegas where you essentially, they like... Any drinks are pretty much free. They're like, as long as you just stay on these machines, yeah. we will just keep giving you drinks. That's we don't insane. care. It's wild. It does actually tie in beautifully to something I've been wanting to say on the show for a little while, and I'm going to do it right now. <laughs> yeah. I think there's a creeping situation of just however much we can charge for something. Like, can we put this up by 50 cents and they're still buying it? Oh, good. Huh. Yeah. So hear me now, Canberra. We can take some of this power back, and it's a very, very specific thing. We the people. Stop buying 600 mil soft drink bottles from petrol stations. <laughs> yeah. I saw Who's one. Doing that? I saw one yesterday for $5.50. Who's doing it? Was it was a Sprite Zero for $5.50, and then I looked, and all the 600ml drinks were $5.50, which mm. means somebody is doing that. Yeah, someone's bought Lots it. of people are doing that. <laughs> so much so that they're keeping doing it. Stop doing it. It's the only way that petrol stations will stop charging $5 for a 600ml <laughs> bottle of drink. We all need to stop buying it. I would near on leave my partner if she if I if I was like if she just went oh look I'm going down to the server to just get some petrol and she came back with a two liter bottle of like Coke I'd be like where do you, where have you been tell me where have you been is that from the supermarket Show or your petrol car. station yeah my god you bought that from the petrol station the only reason get I'm, out of here funny now. joke funny joke yeah I get it I get where you're going with it. The unfortunate reality is sometimes the 1.25 litres are cheaper than the 600 mil bottles. Yeah, no, 100 We need yeah. to stop buying these 600 <laughs> mil bottles. Stop it. <laughs> Ned. Yes. Looking to the skies. Something that people speculate on 
different lights, different arrays of stars that do look a little off or a little unusual. People have been doing it for millions of years. Mm. Um, if I was to tell you right now that in the sky, a phenomena has people so confused that they're ringing police, they're ringing up a different kind of astrology centres to try and find out exactly what the hell's going on. Not astrology, astronomy. <laughs> they're not going, I'm a Pisces, what do I do? <laughs> yeah, astronomy, they're ringing up telescope places. Telescope places. This is not yeah. getting better, by the way. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. They're ringing up people who know stuff about space to sure. say, what the hell are these things in the sky? And to me... I've seen this story, and the second I saw the thing in the picture, I was like, I know what that is. Okay, tell me. It is a string of lights in the sky in a perfectly straight line. Dots connected or separate dots? Separate dots. Separate dots, but in a straight line. Can you, just from what you've taken Mm. in as a human being over the last year and a half... How high up, can I ask? In space. Oh, in space. Yeah, so not like a drone just on, you know, like if somebody's doing a little... power lines maybe as well, the things they put no, on so uh, This is definitely in space, Okay, but people don't know what this string of lights is in the sky. It looks like a little party party string of lights. They're perfectly distanced apart Isn't and they're in space. I don't know the name of it, but didn't Elon Musk start done. something called the Congrat- Starlink? Congratulations, <laughs> you've done it. That's exactly what it is. I don't even know what it's yeah. called and I knew what it that was. That is what I'm How are people so <laughs> ignorant to yeah. something that has been publicised? Like, you don't even know what it is and you still knew that's probably what that is. Is it called a Starlink? It's called Starlink. Yes. Yep. So I it's, knew Elon, it. it's Elon Musk. I guess what it was called. Internet from space. So if you're in the outback, you can get internet, basically. Or if you're in the middle of the Amazon jungle, you can get internet. Like it would, it's it, it it's an array of satellites that have to be in a perfectly straight line. This would be an incredibly dangerous thing to do because it would be all of us coming together, uh, agreeing on a column, uh, a common knowledge or understanding of something. But I feel like almost once a year, the world, like if you're a human being, you need to like sit down and we all do like a, all right. Here is just some things that you yep. should know. No, I'd, ex- I'd even make that more specific. Yeah. A lot of questions you have as a human being in the year 2023, as a person who walks this planet, will be solved if you just keep a little bit on top of what Elon Musk is doing. It's mm. <laughs> true. Enough of the weird stuff yeah. that happens in our day-to-day lives seems to be influenced by that one man that if you just keep a little bit across what he's doing, not even fully, just a little bit across, you will know answers to things a little bit clearer. We understand... Uh, it does suck. It's very painful. It's annoying. It's so annoying, but you'll just not be scared by what you think is an alien aircraft approaching Earth. My second question in this whole shenanigans, who are these people that just don't Google things? They get straight, they get straight on the phone to somebody to be yeah. like, what the hell? We're being invaded. Like It's like, no, that is Elon Musk's satellite array Calm system. Down. And if you did even a little bit of research, that would immediately... T- like, I Google things that I already know the answer to. Me just, too. Just yeah. to back up that I already know the answer to them. These are the encyclopedia buyers of the world. They the people are. who are keeping yeah. the encyclopedia the Britannicas. Yeah. Yeah. The Britannicas, indeed. That's what I'm officially calling them now. <laughs> and s- salute to you, the Britannicas. I checked the Britannica. It says nothing about flashing lights up You're in the sky. making us all feel smarter <laughs> as every day goes by. <laughs> Look, this is uh, a delicate subject for sure, what we're about to talk about. It's we don't a- want to seem insensitive or like we're being actual asses because but we are going to be. We're going um, to be, I think, I don't think we're going to be insensitive as much as we are going to be honest with each other. We're going to be the little devil that sits on your shoulder and yeah. says bad things into your ear that everyone has, but we don't usually give voice to that often. There is a woman named Dorothy 
is 104 years old. Dot. We spoke about her on the show. We did speak about her on the show. Um, an absolute legend, 104 years old, went skydiving. It's crazy. She's going to be in the Guinness Book of World Records for the oldest person to ever jump from a plane. Mm-hmm. Dorothy Hofter, a 104-year-old Chicago woman whose recent skydive could see her certified by Guinness World Records as the oldest person to ever jump from a plane, has died. Yeah. Not, not, not she passed massively away. shocking. She passed away on Sunday, which is, I mean, 104. What an innings. Absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. Let me tell you some stuff about Dorothy um, from a guy who was a nurse who used to work in one of uh, the living community homes she was in, uh, who insisted, by the way, Dorothy insisted this guy call her grandma, which is lovely. That's so sweet. That is very, very lovely. You know what? They had a great relationship, uh, and he said that she was not someone who would take naps in the afternoon or not show up to any function, dinner, or anything else. She's always there, fully present. She kept going, always. I love that. Well, not always, but um, up until until here. You know what I actually think sucks nowadays is that someone who's 100 years old wasn't born in the 18th century. That Mm. that sucks to me. You're inside the... Like, you were born... Like, this dot was probably born... I I don't want to do the maths, but like 1908 Mm. or something. It's like... Born in the 20th century. That kind of Mm. sucks. That we're not really. Here is the eighteen hundreds to the nineteenth century. Just because someone born a hundred, that would be the seven seventeen. I, I, yeah. I've not said the centuries. I've been saying the eighteen hundreds because it's too confusing. The twenty first oh, century. The 18th century. Oh, well, the eighteen hundreds. Then eighteen hundreds. Sorry, it's okay. Just getting all the math correct. Dorothy it's very disappointing. Is though. very dead. Yes, that's the point well, we're making. She's dead. There's not levels and to being dead. The reason I don't want to be insensitive right now is because it is sad. But at the end of the day. Can you really be that sad about somebody who lived to 104, passing away peacefully in their sleep, yeah. which is what's happened? If I get to go out that way, there will be not one shred of regret in my body. <laughs> Here is the devil on the shoulder moment. The skydiving has absolutely got something to do with this. Of course. If not for just the fact that two days later she passed away, the reason, like the elevated level of her heart or... How does you? Everyone thinks that the second you read this story, you go, "Well, that was too much excitement. <laughs> that was too much excitement for a hundred and four year old person to go through." No, one hundred percent. Obviously, this has had something to do with it because I don't think they recommend that a hundred and four year olds go skydiving. No, as a matter of fact, I think that they actively say, that "Don't much do ad- that." That much adrenaline yeah. going through your hundred and four year old body. I don't know if it's meant to happen. I have a feeling that a two hundred and fifty milliliter can of Red Bull would this kill is, dots. Okay, so, so like, this is what I'm trying to say. Being like beating okay. that quickly and then Good. stopping. So it's where it's our good. brains all went. Yeah, well, certainly yours and mine, and we don't have any other. This is what Michael's in the studio. Michael thought that too. Yeah, good. I was going to say, let's. I would hate for us to have both gotten this so wrong <laughs> that everyone else is like, what the hell, boys? But at the same time, like my grandma died at 100, and she passed away because a hot water bottle popped on her two years before that. <laughs> if she had gone skydiving. Yeah. I don't think so. The skydiving company can't even be angry with this. Because there, there was a chance that it happened while she was skydiving. The and fact that, did Oh, it. my God. <laughs> it's time for us to get a bit insane. I mean, sure. Talking about nicknames that are a little insane. Of course. Um, now, look, I've heard people, human beings with nicknames that are a little crazy. But at the end of the day, it's like, well, I can see why you've been called that. There's usually some kind of story behind it, whatever. That's not what we care about. No. Human nicknames are actually incredibly boring. What I want to know is, what do you call your animal instead of the name you gave it? Yep. Like, did you get a dog, adopt it, call it Larry, but now it goes by nothing other than... Tuppence. Lynch, lynch. <laughs> that, was, that was a bad example. It goes by nothing but lung, lung boy. Yep. Why? 
Could be. Don't know. You tell me. The names that we come up with for our pets are just absurd. Yeah. And they can sometimes have absolutely nothing to do with the original name. So 131060 is the number to call right now. If you have a bizarre nickname for your pet, yeah. you tell us what the animal is, what its nickname is, and we will try and guess what its council-registered birth certificate name is. Now, it doesn't have to follow any line of uh, logical, logical thought no. or reason. My dog's name is Lenny, and I have now taken to call calling him Bug and yep. The Bug because I used to call him Len Bug, but I don't like that. It's too wordy, so I call him The Bug. I'm mm-hmm. like, ah, there's The Bug, and he loves it. Shakes his little tail. Um, my golden retriever, Cosmo, is Scoogeyness is next to Nudginess. <laughs> Scoogeyness is... Wait, is that one of their nicknames? Yeah, no, that's... Yeah. Scoogeyness is next to yep. Goodginess. No, Nudginess. Oh, Nudginess. Scoogeyness is next to Nudginess. Who's like, that? Cleanliness is next to Godliness, yeah, I think, yeah. is where that's come yeah. from in my brain. And Who now, is that, though? Which one is that? Cosmo. What yeah. star? Stars the other Scoogies. <laughs> the other Scoogies. They're the Scoogies, but then ah! Cosmo is the Scooginess next to Nuginess. together we make the, the Scoogies. Yeah. <laughs> but their names are Star and Cosmo, so that how would we ever get that? That's what this game is. 131060 is the number to call right uh, now. Lily's on the line from McGregor. How are you this morning? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, good, Great, thank you, Lily. Lily. Now, here's a very simple question for you. Uh, what is the animal that you have the weird nickname for? She's a miniature dash out. Miniature dash out. <laughs> we love get it. so many sausage dogs as part of this game, and I love mm. it. Um, what's the nickname? Her nickname is Rakiti Mosquiti. Rakiti Mosquiti. Yeah. <laughs> I think Raquel, because that's my when my brain first goes. I think Raquel's too human of a do- of a name for a dog. Mm, my brain's uh, gone in a very different direction, possibly too obvious and too logical. Rafiki. Yeah. Is it Rafiki? Lily? Is his nickname Rafiki? Lily. Lily, are you there? Lily. Oh, my God, no. Lily. Lily's Lily. phone's gone. We Lily. need we need closure. Oh, no, no, she's, she's there. She's there. She's there. Lily? Sorry, no, it's not Rafiki. Okay, good. Okay, okay. Well, damn, then. Damn. Sorry, can I hear it one more time, Lily? What's the nickname one more time? I feel like Rakiti I'm... Mosquiti. Rakiti Mosquiti. Maybe it's Molly. Maybe, yeah, maybe we're focusing more on the, on the R, 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 which was incorrect, need... yeah. Is it Molly, Lily? Sorry, no, not again. Damn it, no! Lily, That's okay. what, what is it? Her name is Flossy, like fairy floss. Okay, so you've done the name that's not even closely, closely related. I love that. It's beautiful, though, and you've still won it, yourself Lily. those Metaverse of Magic Live <laughs> interactive Magic Spectacular passes. Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. No, no, no. Thank you, thank you for sharing you, that gift with us this morning, Lily. Just go about your day trying to work that one out, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you got Ned and Josh, except it's just Josh in the studio this morning as Ned has stepped out to, I guess, make himself a coffee and has not come back into the room. Uh, and that was a, what we call in the radio business a back-to-back. So that was, that was two songs. Uh, and I don't know what's possibly happened unless he has tripped over and somehow drowned in the coffee beans that he's making for himself. I have no idea how he has missed coming back into the studio to have this little chat with us right now. Still not here. Still not here, by the way. Still, oh no, here we go. Oh, oh hi. Hi, mate. Welcome back. How are you? How are you, my friend? You won't believe what just happened. Oh, to what? Me. No, okay. So this better be a good story because I've just said that you may have drowned in coffee. That's the only way that this would be even remotely understandable as to how you've missed two back-to-back songs and have still not got back here in time. You know Hugh Jackman, right? Yes. He was in the kitchen. There's no way that's true. And he was like, you know what? I'm just not up to Wolverine anymore. Oh, and he and asked he, you to be Wolverine? He, well, then he looked me up and down and he went, 
And then he scratched his beard and he went, there's something there. Yeah. Not the muscles, <laughs> not the charisma, mm-hmm. certainly not the hair, but there's something there. Okay. Might be because we're both Australian. That might be it. And then that's what happened. And then I was like, Hugh, I can't do this. I've honestly, as much as I would appreciate reprising- You are aware that decriminalisation laws don't come in until October 30th. <laughs> honestly, if this is what I was doing that early in the morning and I still managed to be here, good on me. It's the only way you can be, believe that you think you saw Hugh Jackman, is if oh, you're no, no. off your head. I just was looking at my phone and was like, oh, crap, I need to get out of here. That's actually not what happened. I was waiting for something at the... What happened? I, I want the real answer. Oh, the real answer. The listeners deserve yeah. it at this point. The real answer, not the Hugh Jackman thing, not the phone thing. Uh, I literally was just trying to wait for the coffee machine, and I was like, if I leave this here, it's going to seem like I'm the most arrogant doucher a bear around. That is what is such a... That's a difficult thing when you've got to get back from the staff room or the kitchen yeah. to a set time, and you've run out of time to do the thing you were doing. Yeah. You're like, all right, well, now I'm just leaving my food in the microwave. Well, yeah. now I'm just leaving this thing half prepared. Yeah, so what I did is I, tur- I turned on the coffee machine, so it was low. Then I should have just probably left it. But then I actually started making a coffee. And then I was like, if I don't take my cup with me, it's like I've decided I've like connected it to the machine. And I'm like, no, I'll be back. Yeah. In four to five minutes, I'll be back. And that's up to me when I've decided to be back. No, I love that. It's a good point and it's a good excuse. And well, it's trying to be considerate of other people in the office. The only thing I would say to you is no one else is here right yeah, now. No. You I, could have left it there and come down and do, done your radio show. And I guarantee next to no one would have seen the coffee cup. I genuinely am sorry about it. And I understand it's been happening more and more frequently. And so I'm trying to think in my mind of what a good consequence is. How about... If I do this pistols again... Pistols at dawn. Jeez. <laughs> I mean, it's dawn right now. I don't have pistols, though. No. Quite hard to come by in Australia. What about if I do it again, you can send anyone off my in my phone one message? I love that idea. Any message to yep. any one person. I love that you idea. You can fire it off at random. I know so much about you yeah, I know. that that makes you that... Mo- you know the most about me. genuine punishment. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So I'm actually terrified of that. Mm-hmm. I really don't want it to happen. And so next time, I would much rather look like a douche than actually <sighs> you message my mum being like, hey, guess what I do on Saturday night? <laughs> oh, it won't be your mum. <laughs> Who would it be? I oh, yeah, no. yes. too many options. Yes, this is why I can't do this again. <laughs> Josh, you and I have a um, an event on this weekend. Work event. Big work event that we're going down to in Sydney, which is very, very exciting. I think uh, we're going up. We're going up. We are going up. Geographically, sorry. yeah. Don't like it when people do that because... No, uh, neither do I. That's yeah. why I corrected you. So I'm, I apologise, but yep. um, <laughs> requires suits for this. It's, it does. That's, yep. that's how classy mm-hmm. it is. Now, I don't often... I would love to know the person who does because I would imagine their life is a lot easier than mine mm. due to the, their own making, but um, I don't have any suits that are readily clean. It's like all my suits are dirty until I need them and then yep. I go and clean them that's and then how they're clean. Run, that's how I run my life And as well. then they're dirty until I need to clean them again. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Great. It's a flawless system. Um, Except for when you need a quick suit. Yeah, which is really, really bad. I went into the dry cleaners I usually go into, and it's a guy there that usually serves me. Uh, He's the best. I don't think he knows my name, but we have like a good little yep. rapport. He knows who I am. Like, he knows that I've been in a few times, yep. and he knows. He's like, usually, well. It's just the, good the, customer service, but I also felt like I had this special bond with this guy. Yeah. But he just obviously recognizes that I've been in a bunch of times as well. He just knows his customers. Exactly right. 
Is that uh, it's called pristine something in Gungahlin? It's pristine you, dry cleaners. There you I go, believe. pristine dry cleaners in Gungahlin. Um, I go in there, and I was going to describe the relationship me and this guy have, but I feel like this story will do a pretty good job of explaining that. Mm. I go in there yesterday, so this thing that we have to go to is on Saturday, but we're leaving Saturday morning, so I probably need it around Friday afternoon at the latest. So Wednesday morning till Friday afternoon. I go in there, the dude sees me, and he goes, hey, what's going on? And I'm going, g'day, mate, how you been? It's it's nice weather in here today, great, whatever. He says to me, "Um, I'll have it for you by tomorrow morning, no problems at all, I'll have it, I'll have it here. Oh, like you've left this to the last minute, you obviously have a Thursday funeral to attend or something. And I was like, no, I was like, I, I need it for Saturday midday, so can I get it by like Friday afternoon? And he went, oh... Oh, that's so Jesus, sad. Mate. Like yeah. he went, oh, like you've this, got you've organised today. As much <laughs> as I was hurt by the fact that he was like, ooh, you're, you're organised. Yeah, you're organised. I also, as he went, ooh, I was like a little bit pissed off. And then in my mind, I quickly did the rolodex. I'm like, this is fair enough. The first time this has ever happened. Yep. This is you've the, gone in a sweaty mess. Usually panicked. There's, there's <laughs> not a time I can remember where I've gone into this man with more than a day's notice. Please, being, please, I can need you, this suit. Please, 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 please. Yeah. Just give me any suit to be honest. You've strolled in with a casual yeah. energy, which has probably thrown him off straight away. Yeah. He's like, what's going on there? And then you've you've given him the double punch delight of now this can actually be don't worry get to this later if you want exactly right he didn't know what was going on you got I some didn't suits know what was going in front on. of mine yeah. to attend to them first I know he wouldn't do this but I have a feeling he's going to lose my suit now just because he's like I'm too casual I've never had to hold on to it for this long I'm going to go in a panicky mess today yeah. so that'll be good I'll be like I need this by lunchtime tomorrow he'll be like just the usual then at least one of us is living yeah. up to our name <laughs> Ned yes been watching a new TV show and um, it's amazing to me how much I can roll my eyes at something and then the second I start watching it become insanely invested. That's how it works. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm a guy who's able to admit that because yeah. Carrie, my partner, watches Love Is Blind, and anytime I sit down to watch it with her, I am on board almost instantly. Run me through the basic synopsis. If you were elevator pitch, pitch mm-hmm. me this, what this show is. Basically, Love is Blind is a bunch of single men and women. They come together. Uh, they live in like a big brother house where the guys all live together, the girls all live together, and then they all date while not being able to see each other. So they get to know each other in these soundproof pods where they can have these amazing deep conversations. They literally fall in love without ever seeing the person. Wow. And okay. then they have to decide... This is the weird part. They have to decide whether they want to marry the person before they see them, and then it becomes essentially married at first sight. They go off and live together and see if they can make that work and all that sort of stuff. So... But they don't see... This is the difference. They just learn each other yeah, yeah, and they yeah. form a, a real emotional connection. That's somewhat beautiful. And until then the, the very doors last open <laughs> and you can sometimes watch visible disappointment on people's faces, which is what hooked me into this show. I would equate... I'll be honest, the nasty yeah. part hooked me into this. I was like, oh, wow. I've never seen any of this, but I would equate the feeling similar to when uh, I just don't get it at all, mm. when people clearly have a... Gender they would prefer for a gender reveal party and Mm. then they still, for some reason, decide to have a reveal party and film it and then are actively like, oh... Yeah, you can oh, see. I wanted you can a girl. See future in future, they, the boy can Why see you that you're that? disappointed. <laughs> at the, yeah, and the same. Similarly, this is how you're starting your relationship. Yeah. Going, oh, that's not okay. Most <laughs> of the people, though, the doors open and they're ecstatic because they're already in love. That's the amazing it's thing. Beautiful. They already love this person, so it's nice. Um, 
It's also populated with the weirdest production music I've ever heard. Yeah. Stuff like this. It all sounds like a pop song, but it's, it's not a song you've ever heard before. Yeah, the, I, this is... Um, like, what is this? This is like Love Island techno. Yeah. It's not too... But it's, it's more emotional and has yeah. lyrics. I'm like, that's not Ed Sheeran. It sounds a little bit like, what's happening? This game seems like a long, uh, like a more long-form version of Naked Attraction. Yeah, well, yeah. Because like, the you don't, opposite, you don't right? see yeah. them and you form a connection in naked with attract- the people. In Naked Attraction, you see them and you don't know anything about them. Well, no, no, you don't see them. I guess you don't see their face until... You don't, ever, you don't yeah. speak to them. It's you the have to make a judgment opposite of naked attraction. On their genitals, yeah. and that's pretty much it. <laughs> Does this look like someone... It's the you- exact opposite. <laughs> it is actually the exact opposite show. Someone <laughs> saw Love is Blind and went, let's do the exact opposite yeah. of what that. What about that? You're not to talk to anyone. opposite. <laughs> Would you date a person just seeing their genitals? <laughs> Let's find out. That is what naked attraction is. Anyway, the point here is, Ned, watching Love is Blind, I have noticed the ultimate ridiculous missed opportunity that is happening in nearly every episode. Okay, great. And this is very selfish and very from the point of view of a guy, but in the episodes, the male proposes to the female without ever seeing her or all of that mm-hmm. in the soundproof pods. And they all get dressed up in a suit to do it. Why? It's the only time in history that it doesn't matter what you're wearing when you propose. Why are you not taking advantage of that, dude? Why are you not literally just rocking it in board shorts and a tank top? You, 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 no one can see you. Yeah. You're putting, they're putting on a full, you know when they're going to propose because they come in in a full suit. You, you know like, when it's happening. What are you doing? So they can't see them at all while the they proposal's happening. They can't see them while the proposal's happening. It's not like the door opens the second they say yes. Yeah. It's like they don't know what each other look like until <laughs> later. They have to say yes in the soundproof booth where they can't see each other. I guess it's like you don't want it to happen because when they air your episode, you don't want your partner to be like what the hell why are you doing this but i also agree it's like the only time where you could do this in a proposal it's like um dearest joshina mm. uh you've made me the happiest man i've ever been and, and oh jesus christ <laughs> oh, that stunk um you make me so happy they don't have a button <clears throat> to turn off the Ooh. sound well why not it's a soundproof studio <laughs> they should it, shouldn't that be the only perk should have of a it? cough mute just button. like oh, guys producers I'm about to rip ass can you just mute me for a second <laughs> I love you <laughs> you are the light of my life oh god I knew the boys us and the boys shouldn't have taco night last night it's really ripping through me anyway okay put me back on producers this you is why. This is why. My love. This is why. It's <laughs> the only time you get to edit a proposal. I was nervous about bringing this show to the table this yeah. morning, and I wish I hadn't, quite frankly. Love is blind. Also, love can't smell. <laughs> that was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Red Energy for reliable energy solutions for your home or business. Canvas Hit 104.7.